0: Welcome back to We Are The Students, where you are given an insight to what really goes on in today's schools. Through interviews, debates, and research, you are given a true view as to how we really feel as the students. I'm your host, and I appreciate you tuning in. In today's episode of We Are The Students, I'm going to give you an insight to a current topic and what adults might be missing when it comes to masks and students. Now, before you click out because you're tired of hearing about it, I encourage you to stay. My goal is not to tell you what you should think about the topic, but I do hope that by the end of this, it will leave you thinking. I hope it encourages you to do your own research and figure out what you really believe. In such crazy times, it's hard to know what to believe with both sides going at it and no one really agreeing. It's time to jump in and dive a little deeper into what might really be going on in schools due to masks. off today's podcast, I want to present you with some of the videos I find extremely thought-provoking. The first one comes from no other than an interview with Dr. Fauci.
1: Right now, in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it? Because people are listening really closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing
0: them and people who are ill. Now I want you to think about this, and remember, he's talking about the mask itself, not COVID. What changed? Why does a mask we've had around forever suddenly do the exact opposite as to what he said in the clip? How did the mask itself do that? Think about it. Now listen to this.
2: I just want you to understand a couple of terms and definitions, um, because they're inaccurate. When, When everybody tells you to put on your PPEs, that does not mean, you know, your homemade face mask. But, but so just right there, that should tell you um, just the language that they're using. They're confused about the language. They don't even know the basics of PPE. Um, but again, these are medical doctors. They are trained in medicine. They are not PPE experts. They do not understand the science and the testing behind what we're telling them they need to do. So when they get off a little bit and they stand up there and they tell you, you need to mask up for your own protection um, against this particular path, They have no idea what they're talking about because this particular pathogen is so tiny. This virus is really, really small. It is 0.125 microns. And even an N95 respirator, which is another definition I need to throw at you, um, even an N95 true respirator cannot filter out a coronavirus COVID-19 particulate. They go down to the smallest size that an N95 mask will filter is uh, 0.3 microns. So even even a true tight-fitting sealed respirator cannot prevent this virus transmission either way. So when you're being told to put on this face mask, uh, you need to understand it is completely ineffective against disease transmission. So, just understand also my concern coming at this is what that also.
0: This certified PPE lady is agreeing with Fauci and proves he was right. So, again, I must ask you what changed. Next up is an article written by Livescience.com that talks about the CDC and their recommendations. Due to shortages, the CDC also does not recommend surgical masks for the general public. These masks don't seal against the face, but do include non-woven polypropylene layers that are moisture-resistant. In a surgical mask, about 70% of the outside air moves through the mask and about 30% travels around the sides, Chu told Live Science. For that reason, they don't offer as much protection as N95s. That leaves fabric masks, which are currently are recommended for general use by the CDC. Fabric masks also allow air in around the sides, but lack non-woven moisture-repelling layers. They impede only about 2% of airflow in, Chu said. All of this leakage in surgical and fabric masks are why public health officials generally don't believe that wearing a mask prevents anyone from catching a virus that is already floating around in the environment. Airflow follows the path of least resistance, said Rachel Jones, an associate professor of family and preventive medicine at the University of Utah, who was not involved in the new research. If viral particles are nearby, they have an easy path around a surgical or fabric mask, and in the case of a fabric mask, wearers may well be wafting in particles small enough to throw right through the mask. But what about the other way around? When the wearer of a mask coughs or sees, the barrier might be enough to contain a lot of that initial jet of grossness, even if there are gaps in the fabric or around the sides. That's what the new mask studies aim to address, whether surgical or fabric masks did a good job of containing viruses. Now wait a minute, after reading that, even if a mask contains your sneeze particles or everyday germs, the COVID virus is still too small to be contained by a CDC-recommended mask, as stated above by Cami Heron as well. Therefore, the mask is not protecting against what we need it to. The effects of this may come out in the weakened immune systems this winter. This brings us to our next article written by CNET.com. Here's what we know about non-medical face masks. They've been found to help block large particles that you might eject unknowingly through sneezing, coughing, singing, speaking, and spitting. Face coverings may be more effective at protecting others from you than the other way around. Through common sense dictates that you're probably better off wearing one than not. They work better when they conform to your face without gasps, but cloth coverings aren't designed to fit your face the same way that a medical-grade mask like an N95 can. And obviously the masks you make at home or buy from vendors online aren't certified by an agency the way N95s are. Now let me ask you this. Is it really safe to mandate something that's not certified? Think about it. Now moving on. Most importantly, wearing a non-medical face mask is no guarantee that you won't acquire or transmit the virus. It isn't a force field. It's simply one measure in a group of recommended behaviors to help lessen the spread of a disease among communities, especially vulnerable populations more likely to be killed by COVID-19, like older people and those with underlying conditions. Again, how is it okay to mandate a recommendation? There's no current evidence that they can block small respiratory particles containing the virus. n 95 masks, meanwhile, are known to slow the spread of respiratory particles, though even they may not be fully able to stop transmission. So there's no evidence that CDC recommended masks block COVID, yet we are forcing our students to wear it. And as for the N95 mask that has medical research and hasn't been fully able to prevent the spread, we've been told not to wear it. I'm still wondering how this all lines up. For those of you saying that we need to hand out and require N95s, then that's actually illegal. Listen to this.
2: Hey, everybody has been handing out these N95 masks like they're candy, right? Well, that right there is illegal. And OSHA actually has cited clients of mine for putting their people in an N95 respirator which let's let me just clarify that term. An N95 respirator is a respirator that has a tight seal around the mouth and the nose. So it's got an elastomeric seal and it it does cause a pressure difference on the inside of the mask and the outside of the mask. So this is why we have to do testing. We have to do a medical evaluation. Okay, because we don't know that if I we put you in something that covers your mouth and your nose tightly like that, if you're going to have cardiopulmonary stress. So We have to do a medical evaluation on you. Um, And I've seen people get lightheaded and like Kristen and I were talking about, we've seen people pass out, get lightheaded, can't even go through that, just the medical evaluation. So imagine if we made them work all day like that. Well, we would give them a heart attack and that's actually what happens.
0: For those of you still not convinced saying that the N95 mask is not what's being mandated, so even if it is illegal and has serious health problems, that's not really affecting our students, listen to this. This is from OSHA and this is about their testing policy and what is wrong with covering a mouth and a nose with any type of mask.
2: OSHA actually created a respirator standard that if you're going to cover somebody's mouth and nose and require them to work all day that way, then you have to do a medical evaluation first. You have to do a fit test. You have to make sure that there's no breakthrough. So this is an actual OSHA standard. But the, the intent of the law, the intent behind the law was that we don't cover the mouth and the nose. Okay, so understanding that because it's not healthy you're not getting in enough oxygen and when you exhale that carbon dioxide you're not able to get it out so you're really just breathing in and you're keeping too much co2 in the body which causes hypercapnia which is a buildup of co2 in the blood and that causes other issues so hypercapnia when you have a toxic buildup of co2 in the blood it actually causes your blood to become very toxic and acidic and that causes your immune system to be suppressed So it's important that we have good oxygen intake and good CO2 outtake, output, right?
0: According to OSHA, we need to be testing everyone in the building to determine if this is safe. Are you willing to do that? Are school systems willing to do that? If not, then we can now see that we are making a dangerous decision, not only for our students, but we're worried about COVID affecting their families and stuff. Well, these suppressed immune systems are also going to affect the students and their families as well, those who have their mouth and nose covered. So if you're not willing to do the testing in every building, then that proves that this is not a safe option i've now presented you with the facts i've given you context and now i want to move into the kids the effects this school mandate may have let's take a look at some of these first-hand responses given to you by mid prairie community school district students how have masks changed your school experience positively or negatively and why
3: i'd say negatively um because I struggle to learn with it on because I feel like that's all the teachers focus on. And they're nitpicking at your mask, what your mask is, and if you're wearing it the way they want you to rather than teaching you. And they also don't understand that if you're social distancing, you don't need a mask.
0: Okay. Um, Are you for wearing masks? Why or why
4: not?
3: No, I am not for wearing masks because I don't believe they're doing anything for the virus. And there's been many studies that prove um, that the virus is too small or so small that it can fit through your mask. Um,
0: have you had any negative experiences with students or teachers because of your beliefs?
3: Yes. Many times they have told me that I'm not wearing a mask appropriately or my mask is not doing me any good. Which if I choose to wear a mask I want to wear, I think it should be left alone as long as I'm wearing a face covering of some sort. If that's what our rules are going to be, and students have also made comments to others or to me about my mask or how I wear my mask. Do masks affect your attitude attitude about coming to school?
0: If so, how?
3: Yes, I do not want to come to school because I know that's all we're doing is talking about masks, and I don't feel I'm getting anything out of it. When I was quarantined, I felt like I learned a lot more because we were. I was focused on learning and not the mask or what the teachers were going to yell at me for.
0: Perfect. Thank you. How have masks changed your school experience, positively or negatively?
5: Um, people are threatened to get in trouble, like sent to the principal's office or the safety seat for pulling their mask down. Um, we don't get enough mask breaks, so it makes my throat hurt. So it's a negative experience? Um. Are you for wearing masks? Why or why not? I'm not for wearing masks because why are we still having to wear masks if people are getting sent home and quarantined? if Like, the masks aren't working, clearly.
0: Um, have you had any negative experiences with students or teachers because of your beliefs?
5: Yes, I got uh, threatened to get sent to Carlson's office um, for pulling my mask under my nose and I also got scolded for pulling it down multiple times from
0: my math teacher. Okay, Um. do masks affect your attitude towards going to school? If so, how? Yeah, it makes it
5: a lot worse. I mean, it's school, but it just adds one more thing that makes it
0: even more of a bad experience. So you don't like going because of the mask? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, how have masks changed your school experience, positively or negatively?
2: I feel like neither. I don't really think it's that big of a deal.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, are you for wearing masks? Why or why not?
2: I am for wearing masks because I think it's safer. Maybe not the safest option, but it's safer with them.
0: Okay. Um, have you had any negative experiences with students or teachers because of your beliefs?
2: Yes. Some people... Don't agree with me, which doesn't really bother me. I just always think they're right. And do masks
0: affect your attitude about school? If so, how?
2: No, not really. I still want to do well.
0: Okay, thank you. Okay, how have masks changed your school experience, positively or negatively?
1: Um, At games, like for volleyball, we have to be wearing a mask, and you can't cheer as well or you try to be louder and it does kind of hurt your throat, but I don't know, you have to be spaced out a little bit more, but I'm personally fine with that because having people invade personal space isn't a thing for me.
0: Okay. Um. Are you for wearing masks? Why or why not?
1: I am because of what I've researched and what I've found to be proven, and we know multiple people who work in the study for, you know, trying to fight coronavirus or With stuff like that so and we tend to try to listen to them and yeah while mass may not be the most comfortable it's the best we have right now okay
0: um have you had any negative experiences with students or teachers because of
1: your beliefs um we definitely have disagreements and i try to still respect them but you know if the whole school is doing mass i wish that teachers were better at showing Like, you know, even if they don't agree with it, it's what we're doing. And if a kid sees a teacher not doing it, then they think it's okay for them to not do it. Or a teacher should just try to enforce it a little bit more.
0: Okay. And do masks affect your attitude about coming to school? If so, how?
1: Um, Not really. I don't really mind wearing them. It doesn't do a lot for me. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. My face gets a little bit more oily. But I bring something to... I bring like these little cough things that are supposed to help with that. So, the little problems that it causes, I'm able to have quick solutions for it.
0: Perfect, thank you. Mm-hmm. How has masks changed your school experience? Positively or negatively? And why?
4: I would say negatively because it just feels weird walking around everywhere with a mask on when we've been told almost our whole lives. Uh, in school that we're not allowed to wear face coverings and hats and stuff like that.
3: Are you
0: for wearing masks? Why or why not?
4: Um, I, really, I really do not care because it's a lot better than online schooling, I'd say. But I would prefer not wearing masks because they're just not very comfortable and they don't seem to work half the time because I literally just went home with COVID i've been wearing a mask this whole time
0: um have you had any negative experiences with students or teachers because of your beliefs
4: i've heard a lot of arguments amongst teachers and students about wearing masks and a lot of people getting sent to the principal's office but i myself have not had a bad experience
0: okay um do masks affect your attitude about coming to school if so
4: how Um, I wouldn't say it really affects my attitude, but it certainly does not make me want to come as much because I know I have to wear it all day, even when I don't necessarily feel like I have to, but yeah.
0: Perfect. Thank you. My hope from this podcast is that you are given a greater insight to the effects of masks on people, specifically students, through the interviews and research shared. Another goal of mine is that you realize there really are two sides of this story. Therefore, I encourage you to do your own further research and build your own beliefs outside of the media. Remember that both perspectives have value, and it is important to read each side to be sure you are fully informed. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to tune in next week to We Are the Students.